Now I gotta hold this dumb phone. It's been a while since last we spoke. It's true. In the interim, I've seen Guitar Wolf. I went to the Bit Festival last night. Nice. Which was, uh, which was pretty good. Guitar Wolf was pretty awesome. They put on like a two-hour show. <laughs> had three encores. For uh, Guitar Wolf to put I on thought, a two-hour show, does that mean they have to play like a hundred songs? I know, yeah. It was pretty insane <laughs> considering most of their songs are, you know, they clock in a good minute. 45 seconds it's like All right, we're gonna play that one again and we didn't get it down well though the songs may be short they uh they made up for it by including long intermissions wherein the the titular guitar wolf taught us how to snap our fingers or would not proceed with his rock and roll playing unless we all threw up the horns <laughs> and various <laughs> other uh, I don't know, pieces of America rock and roll. There was a lot of New York, I rob you. <laughs> nice. It was it was a pretty good, pretty good uh, high energy show. And there were some people that clearly were not there for Guitar Wolf. So I don't know, maybe they came for the opening band who I did not recognize, but they were just sort of bewildered and they slowly got into it. But they really just clearly had no idea what they were in for. <laughs> there was like a, a couple standing in front of me, and they start, you know, awkwardly swinging their hips. They're like, uh, do we dance to this music, or what's <laughs> going on here? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, dude, they made a human pyramid on the stage. I think that was during the second encore. <laughs> Of fans? They made uh, a human pyramid out of fans or just the three members of Guitar Wolf? Out of fans, just starts yanking fans up on the stage, makes a human pyramid out of them. Then Guitar Wolf gets up on top of the pyramid, starts singing his last song, which (laughs) would then turn out to not be his last song because he came out again. (laughs) That's funny. It's like, I don't think I've ever been to a concert where there were two encores, much less three. It's got to make the fans happy, Dave. Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, it's the only time I'm going to see him. I was really worried that if I didn't go this time, because last time I didn't go to a Guitar Wolf concert, their bassist died. <laughs> I was really worried if I didn't go this time, the same fate might the whole all d- the new one. Yeah, the entire club will burn down. Yeah, it's just the like... The police show up at your door. Riley, get out here. You're under arrest. A, what? Are you, what? It, no, Why? It's, I mean, what? It's, it's the curse. <laughs> it's not me. But you knew about it, and this oh, is New York. No, you did nothing. <laughs> I was like, I just. But it's raid night. <laughs> I'm sick. I you could have stood outside the door. Son of a bitch. What? But yeah, I've also played like a hundred bajillion video games too. I know. We we should probably like ration that out because we don't need to yeah. talk about all of them at once. I want to talk about lame. how. The Witcher 2 has not allowed me to bang anyone in the seven and a half hours I played it yesterday. <laughs> Why are you even playing it then? I know, right? <laughs> I did I did run into some prostitutes towards the end of my runs, but uh, my haggling abilities proved to be lackluster. <laughs> like, they give you a slider, and it, it tops off at about, I don't know, 138 gold, somewhere in that range. And I was like, hmm, eh, 138 gold. Eh, how about 50? 
<laughs> like bribe rejected. That's <laughs> like how is that a bribe? Wait, what? It's not a bribe. That's what they're selling. <laughs> Why don't you not guys like, just tell me what the price is? <laughs> I mean, I that's think not how it works, Dave. Not in the world of The Witcher. Yeah. Like, how much do you think I'm worth? I'm like, I don't know, like $10. 50 gold sounds like a lot. Like, that's not a little bit of gold. I think I have something at like 1,600. But you can buy a sturdy pair of pants for 50 gold, which I'm going to need after I see them hookers. (laughs) (laughs) Did you already finish the mission where uh, you rescue the woman from the dungeon? Uh, No, I have not seen that. They I released some. They, they released some video ages ago, uh, and there was a woman in the dungeon who had been defrocked, and you, as the Witcher, allowed her to cover herself. And I was like, unheard of. This is not what the <laughs> yeah, Witcher does. You, he should have offered her sure money you, on the spot. Yeah, are you, are you sure you don't mean that he had sex with her while she was still in chains? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds more Witcher esque. I mean, I haven't read the original Those novel. Those poles know I how feel... to get down. <laughs> they love it. <laughs> and everybody loves him. While I was playing the first game, Grotz would just like repeatedly say over my shoulder while she was playing games on the Xbox, he is so ugly. <laughs> He's the <laughs> ugliest man ever. And not just She's that. compensating for something. You know, like that's like deep down in her subconscious, the Witcher is working his way in. Oh, You're no. Wake yeah, up. she's trying to it's avoid that a... pull. That 3D that rendered pole. model of him. There's a poster laying in the bed next to her. You're like, Graziella, no! <laughs> they really the go out of their way in this one, too. When he's shirtless, which happens with a startling frequency, he is covered in scars. Yeah, but he's also not totally even... cut. If I looked like that, I'd walk around without my shirt on, too. Even if it was, like, the Middle Ages. <laughs> it mostly like... happens when you're in jail. <laughs> It's like, I don't understand why they take his shirt away, but they let him keep his magical amulet. Maybe they don't understand the amulet. They're like, whoa, whoa. Just take it as a matter of course, even if they didn't know it was magical. We've heard about you, Witcher. We're going to have to take that magical shirt. Yes, the lies are working. (laughs) I, I, shortly into the game, I picked up a set of armor called quilted armor, which was sure to tell me that it was magical. Like, how I knew it was magical or what that magic did, I do not know. But it was right there. It said, quilted armor, parentheses, magical. And I was like, okay, I guess that's Maybe that's just like a description. Than- like, you put it on and it's so comfortable. He's like, wow, this is magical. What is that, silk? Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. I just want to rub it all over count. my body. This is magical. Wasn't enough. This is miraculous. I never want to wear yeah. any other kind of armor. Oh, I Even feel all nipply. actually protects me from ghost warriors and the well, undead. They, they tell you that witchers can't wear armor. It inhibits their fighting styles. That was in the first game. <laughs> they gotta walk around like a douche with a padded leather jacket. It's like quilted jacket. I think that's what it was called. Oh, it was a quilted... Yeah. Well, it makes mm, sense, you quilty. know. Armor does not look cool. Everybody knows that. Safety equipment is lame. Yeah. Actually, that's like the first quest you do in the game. There's a dude who's like, uh, so I made a bet with a nobleman that I'd survive the battle in just my trousers, and I stole this amulet from some priests, and I'm wondering if you can wave your hand over it and see if maybe it'll give me some magical protection or something. And you're like, what, are you retarded? <laughs> I mean, you have the choice to tell him, yeah, it'll probably save you. 
but I, I went the other route. And I think it paid off in spades, as I discovered later on, when the dude was like, uh, thanks for not getting me killed. <laughs> and I was yeah, like, it's guys, probably magical. What you, I'm yeah. a witcher. You can trust me. Listen, Magic. I witch. It's, really? it's in I didn't, my job description. I didn't, when you waved your hand on it, I didn't see anything happen. There wasn't like any sparks or rainbows or music. It was it just looked like you waved your hand over nothing. Are you sure it's magical? <laughs> well, yeah. Listen, yeah, are you a totally witcher? sure? Have it's you like, ever oh, witched sorry. a day in your life? <laughs> I didn't realize that your body was covered with scars from fighting the evil magical forces of this world and expunging them. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm sorry. you should wave your hand you over the through- amulet. Two decades of mutation in order to become an unparalleled fighting force. No, you didn't? Well, that's great. Then maybe you should trust me. Go out there in your pants and uh, that amulet and get yourself killed anyway. Yeah. Why don't, right? we, why don't we let the Witcher witch? How about that? <laughs> you can do the things you like to do. Like kill people and guy, rape. He's like, excuse me, I... Uh, I stole this from a priest. It's like, you want me to do anything for you now? <laughs> you stole something from a <laughs> it, priest, jerk. It's a different time. This is, these are the most amoral people. I, th- there's, there's yet to be a, a single likable character yet. It's like, oh, I'm working for this king who uh, fathered a bunch of bastards with his sister. And now Whoa. his sister is rebelling against the crown. Oh, man, the witcher. It's a hard life being a witcher, witching. You got to get up at the crack of dawn, except I don't think you sleep. I think you just meditate. Oh, You would have the time to sleep with all the banging, really. Yeah. Witcher, you've kept me up all night. I don't need so to I've never, re- I've never never, really been clear on what a witcher is. I assume it's some kind of demon hunter. Yes, but oh. they, are, they, they practice alchemy on themselves. And submit to, I guess, mutation. They submit themselves to mutations, which has them labeled as non-humans, but I don't really understand if that's just because they've mutated themselves so far that they are not human anymore, or if they are actually were not human when they started, because they, they give you about six seconds of background in the first game where there's a dude who's a witcher trainee, and I seem to recall them saying something like he can never be a real witcher, so I don't know if you need to be born with something or whatever. The whole point is you go out and kill race and die 15 times on the first battle in Witcher 2 because that game is so fucking hard. That was the word on the street. It's hard on your computer and hard on your life. It, it is so hard. Okay, first off, so maybe I played it out of order because they give you four things to select. You're, you're retelling what's happened over the course of this battle that happened. You know, it's, it's flashback. And they give you four events to, to click on. You can play them in any sequence you want. So the third event is what happened after we fought that dragon. It's <laughs> like, well, I guess I got to pick that one. It sounds a lot better than the king summoned me this morning. <laughs> so, so I went with it. And... You have to run around and hide under these houses while the dragon is breathing fire, and you have to be killing guys at the same time. And, you know, in The Witcher 1, I would just run into a crowd of, like, 50 guys and just turn on my group style so I'd be swinging my sword around basically in a circle constantly, and everybody (laughs) would just die immediately. But in this one, 
if there's more than one guy, you are kind of screwed, which is, you know, to their credit, probably more realistic. But if a guy hits you in the back, you take 200% damage, uh, you, it, you will be interrupted in your sword swing at the drop of a hat. Like, any hit interrupts you immediately. So you really have to make sure that you're not going to be hit back. So uh, the majority of my experience through the prologue was really just hanging back and spamming the the stun magic whenever I could and just praying someone would get stunned so I could hit him with an instant kill. Because sometimes they want you to fight a crowd of six guys by yourself. And at one point I'm doing it and I got to open the gate to let the king in. And I can hear the king giving his three lines of canned dialogue over and over from the other side of the gate. And I'm like, there's no way they want me to fight six guys. Like, I must have to open the gate, and then the king and his army will help me. But no, it turns out I just had to kill six guys. Snap. Where each hit they do is like probably a fifth of your health. But you have a sweet action roll, though, right? I mean... Yeah, that's basically what you have to do. You have to hit a guy like twice and then just roll away. And they encourage you to parry, but parry uses the same power source as your magic, and you take damage when you do it. So You I don't take see damage when you parry? Is. Yeah, you take reduced damage. And then I guess you can get talents that make it so you don't take any damage at all, but come on. Dude, Stupid if you parry, parry something, isn't the whole point that it doesn't hurt you? Yeah, one would, I, I think that's in the definition of the word parry. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, the sword was moved away from your body. It's like a, yeah. maybe as a witcher, you're so in tune to the sword that any time it like it's, hits something else, metal, you, you feel bad, and yeah. so you have to like you take psychic damage from it. It's like I'm sorry, sword. It's like witcher, man got- up. The sword is a tool. It is not your best friend. <laughs> They've also got this uh, combat log in the bottom right corner that is just exactly World of Warcraft, and I think exists to taunt me. It's like <laughs> Geralt hits for minimal damage. La Valette soldier hits for mortal damage. <laughs> God damn it. Stop saying I'm doing minimal damage. I'm trying my best. I don't even have that sweet flip that you could do in the last game where if you double tap towards someone, you'd, you'd hop over behind them, which I found limited use for, except if you were in a corner and needed to hop like a whole bunch <laughs> to get out of it. <laughs> but man, that game is good. I played it all day. <laughs> I saw when I was finally done, it was like emerging from a trance. <laughs> My pupils had dilated. I was like, the world, what is it like? <laughs> I took a break what to eat lunch. I watched is it? half of a community episode, and then I went right back. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty uh, pretty awesome. Maybe I could probably actually play The Witcher, too. I think Dude. I could do it. Maybe not at max spec, but I could actually run it. Maybe not when Kathy's in the room, because the first scene in the game has boobs in it. <laughs> yeah, maybe I can't play The Witcher. Huge ass <laughs> girl boobs <laughs> hanging out there. <laughs> well, it's not man boobs. That would be weird. Well, not, That would be not, weird? I think that's what The Witcher <laughs> needs more of. Like some weird <laughs> yeah. awkward guy with a gut just like sitting there rubbing oil into his stomach. I think stomach, they kind of do have, looking they do at have you. that, too. <laughs> he probably like, one of those guys that talks like the stereotypically retarded European guy. That's always in these games. I may be an alchemically altered super warrior, but you need to put that away, sir. It is creeping me out. <laughs> it's actually the people who wear shirts in the Witcherverse are fairly limited across the board. 
Uh, that's yeah, maybe shirts are really expensive. Fifty gold doesn't go as far as it used to, Dave. You need to, you yeah, need to fork clearly. over. You can't get a hooker for it. It seems like a just lot because that lady's get... a prostitute doesn't mean she has to display her indignity in public. All right, she saves that for inside. Outside, she's got to wear shirts. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I probably could afford to pay a little more for the prostitutes, considering I stole most of that money from their very coffers, which nobody cares about. Every container in the game has five or six gold in it, and I'm just walking around pilfering it all. In addition to their crafting reagents, it's like, oh, what do you got in there? Some twine, some cloth, got some rags. Yeah, I'll take. Give me, give me a couple rags. Is it the same Nobody thing cares. where rags are just like uh, the garbage you pick up in Dragon Age? It seems like all these things are used for crafting. They have a junk category, but thus far it's only been stuff like rings, which in the last game you used rings to get laid. <laughs> it's like, if you don't want to pay for the hooker, just give her a ring. Well, giving a girl a ring is sort of like paying the hooker. It's like, I like, <laughs> yeah, one girl was just like, I like sapphire. So I was like, uh, where's the sapphire? Ooh, okay, I got one in my inventory. All right, show me your sexy playing card. <laughs> now I feel bad about myself. I missed out on so much sex in The Witcher 2. Apparently, you could have a vampire five way. <laughs> if only I'd done more side quests. If only I'd done more side quests. When did that become like a thing in games? Because I feel like every game now or every RPG has to have some kind of, you know, seduction options. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess this is, I think this is probably accurate to, to the Witcher books. I think he, he was, a he was a philanderer. He was fallacious and he just liked getting around and having fun, banging ladies, banging witches in caves while the orphans you saved are watching. And then you meet the witch later and she's like, sup? And you're like, what's going on? How, how this is been? awkward. Oh, I'm kind of in a long-term thing. I mean, <laughs> not that my my current girlfriend has stopped me from having a three-way with the nurses, but you know, <laughs> still, that's a that's a time paradox. You can't have a three-way with the nurses until after you re meet the witch, but she won't do you again, man. It's like who cares? <laughs> uh, also, they brought back the chick that I did not have an LTR with in the last game. I need the other one. This is They brought back the sorceress, and she seems to have gotten over the fact that I traded over the child that holds the fate of the world to my girlfriend and not to her. But then it seemed like she wasn't too cranky about it in the last game either, where she was super, super mad at me for the first two lines of dialogue, and then everything else was recorded in a neutral tone. <laughs> so she was just like, what do you want? Get over it. And I'm like, oh, what do you think about this amulet? And she's like, oh, well, this amulet belonged to this guy. <laughs> hey, all right. We're still friends. Cool. <laughs> Did you say amulet? I love amulets. Dude, tell me about sexy vibrating amulets. Picture of a wolf on your chest. <laughs> it's just like the stupid. It was the stupidest thing in the last game where it vibrated when monsters were near. So constantly, <laughs> I, there was one moment where that was worthwhile. And otherwise, like, it's just sitting up there vibrating in the top left corner. And it's huge. Like, it takes up, it's a good, like, two inches of screen real estate. And Grotz would just be sitting there on the couch playing her games and look over and be like, your cat is dancing. 
like, listen, woman, that's my magical amulet. <laughs> Tells me when ghouls are near, which is all the time because I'm in a fucking graveyard and I came here to hunt ghouls. <laughs> what is the value of this thing? Oh, uh, maybe you'll find some. You might need help. You never know. And now in the new one, you have to use it like a beacon. It's like sonar that shows you where all the dead bodies are so you can loot them, which is, I don't know, I guess they didn't want to do the thing where they just had floating text over all the items like a Diablo game. But it would have been nice if they did because it is so annoying to find crap on the ground now. Oh, because you can't like, it doesn't just display anything like it doesn't display like you know down body there's no indication yeah, yeah. that something your, there died. your mouse cursor has to be pixel perfect over the body or no text shows up and they don't even tell you about using your amulet as sonar until like six hours into the game <laughs> i was like oh because it says it's like oh press z and use your amulet and it'll detect traps and i was like okay now i have to constantly detect traps all the time i guess and then i do it and i see all these dead bodies on the ground i was like well, thanks for telling me about that in the beginning of the game <laughs> they also like went all out on the alchemy materials it's like i thought there were too many in the last game where every six steps i have to stop and pick another flower in this one when you kill a ghoul or whatever the ghoul equivalent is i'm pulling out a heart Two eyeballs, like six teeth, maybe a finger. <laughs> I got it. In the last game, they had trophies, which you would get from the sort of no the notorious monsters that you could turn in for a big money thing. There's trophies in this game, too. But I was finding, like, I kill a group of six guys and find two trophies. And I'm going, what the hell are these things for? I guess you just hook them up to your belt and they give you damage bonuses. Really? So now, now I've got this... Wraith's discarded candle or something hanging off my belt and it gives me plus six damage. It's like well, okay. that's actually pretty cool. Does it show up in the game? Like you, it's not just a thing. You actually have I don't it actually, from your belt. I don't actually know because I didn't look. But in the last game, it did, which was actually really annoying because what the, you'd have to you'd have to hand in the trophies and say there are three notorious monsters hanging out in an area. You kill a, a wolf or a cockatrice or something, and you pick up his head, and that's the only slot you have for trophies. So if you're wandering around and you kill the notorious plant monster, you can't pick up that trophy until you turn the last one in, which is such a pain in the ass. Oh, that does So they would force you to hang it from your belt instead of just having it entered into inventory? Yeah, well, the inventory in the last game was sort of weird. Their weapons took up specific slots, and... You could not have extra weapons in your inventory. You had four weapon slots. You had your, your normal sword, your silver sword. Then you could have an additional large weapon and a small weapon. Here's a hint. The lar everything but your normal sword and your silver sword is worthless. So really the whole point was you could put a torch in the small weapon slot, which was also worthless because you get a potion that lets you see in the dark. But... It was really annoying because if you were looting any sort of human corpse, they would have you know, a dagger or an axe or something on them that you could not pick up. So that corpse would stay forever unlooted. You would just have this whole pile of bodies and you'd have to root through the same ones over and over again trying to find the quest item you needed. And you'd click on it and be like, no, that's the guy with the dagger. No, that's the guy with the torch. Okay, well, it yeah, must so, be over you know here. 
That's kind of gritty. Sifting through bodies looking for what you want. That's uh Yeah. That's the Witcher way. That's how witches make their living. It's like you remember in the Blade movie where uh the cop is a servant of the vampires and Blade saves and Bush right from the cop and then he 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 beats him up and then he starts rolling him for his watch and yeah. takes the money out of his wallet. And she's like, what are you doing? He's like, we ain't exactly the March of Dimes. It's like, <laughs> you get that money where you can, Blade. You got to maintain that souped-up charger and the Blade mar- <laughs> the blade cycle. It's not free. He's still got to have insurance. He's, but he gets pulled he's like, over. How do, you, how do you think I smelt these silver bullets, huh, on donations? No. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed. S- they are silver. Yeah, made of pure silver. <laughs> and they also have like some kind of weird garlic acid embedded in them. Yeah, dude. Because it's like a hollow point. Oh, yeah. In fact, that's what it was. He was like, silver hollow points filled with garlic. You aim for the head or the heart. I'm Wesley Snipes. I'm going to jail for tax evasion. <laughs> I've got a crazy cult. Somehow I thought I could get away with it. Did not work out. Man, Witcher 2 is so good. I'm going to say that even though they did not get back to me about giving me a free copy of that video game. That you bought anyway? Yeah, well, I bought it because I was like, I don't think they're getting back to me. They but should I send really me a figured, free copy. I want a free copy. Well, I don't think they're getting back to you either. <laughs> they still have not gotten back to me. I got an answer from their Polish division. You know, I mailed the company straight up, and they were like, talk to Atari who's handling the publishing. And I was like, thanks, Adjavajerswalnik. That's why they didn't give you try. one. <laughs> Yeah, because because I insulted their culture through email. I just wrote that in the email. uh, Yeah, I just I just said thank you, comma, and then I just pounded my hands on the keyboard for (laughs) half a minute. (laughs) In retrospect, that was probably a poor choice. (laughs) He's like, "How did you know how my name was pronounced? I know that's not how it's spelled at all, but you did the." perfect phonetic representation in your reply well i got a little polish in me i'm not and here's all lie. the free copies of the witcher you can handle forever <laughs> yeah, just just take them i don't know why companies are more into that yo here's it's the free. whole we took you the have whole game. infinite copies it's the internet era you'll even get the secret copy of the witcher that uh, uh excludes all the content and it's just a series of banging whores yeah, I was actually hoping that was what you would say. It's just like, forget about the combat. We know what you're here for. <laughs> yeah, but having played for seven hours and not banged any whores, how can I know whether or not the sex cards are still in the game? Because I need to know. I need to treat my women like collectible objects. <laughs> Maybe you'll just have to do it with your mind now. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I've been doing that already for a long time. <laughs> Good old Witcher. That's all he does. He witches. And, well, has a lot of sex. But not That's in this true. game, which is like, come on, guys. Well, maybe he will. You don't, It's an RPG. You could be like, at seven hours, you could be less than a fifth of the way through it. Who knows? I just got to the first shitty town. It took me like four hours to get through the <laughs> prologue. That's a pretty long prologue. Yikes. That's all. I mean, the last game was pretty long. I felt like I was playing it forever, certainly in excess of 40 hours. Gross kept asking, How long you played this game? And I was like, I don't know. It just keeps going. I keep going on side quests 
to have sex with hookers in the vampire hooker house. It's like, no, I'm hey, cool. I'm vampires a high have vampire. needs too. <laughs> it's a she's a high vampire, dude. She doesn't need to drink blood. She just does it for fun. Really? Like, really? That's basically it. That's how it goes down. It's like, well, you could kill us and free the town of our vampire plague. Or we could have a vampire five way. <laughs> it's like, hmm. well, I don't think the fat villagers are going to give me a sex card. So offer accepted. <laughs> <laughs> though, uh, though, fat bill, if you're ever in the market, you know. Well, can you, know you just can you up. actually betray them after the five way? I think you actually can. I I don't I did Why not. Why wouldn't that you? Class. I just looked it up on Wikipedia. Why wouldn't you? Because that's horrible. That's even worse. They're than vampires. Them in the first they place. are vampires. <laughs> They're not human. That exactly ain't human. <laughs> they feed off of people. The vampires in this world also seem to be covered with sequins or something. The ones you find hanging out in crypts have uh like red shiny gems all over their hands and feet. Or legs and arms, I guess. Hands and arms and legs and feet. All the parts. There's a lot, at least in the first game, there was a lot of pubic hair. Pubic hair just just everywhere. They weren't shy about it. They had dryads, green pubic hair. <laughs> <laughs> this game is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> that is a little strange. But whatever. You know what? We talk about pubic hair. But we don't raise any qualms about the one murder of everyone in the world. Because <laughs> there's a lot of murder in these oh, games. going on in and The a Witcher? Lot of, a lot of Americans. it's justified. But uh, a lot of it's like, man, fucking elves and dwarves. <laughs> they kill them. And one time I was walking down the street and an assassin was attacking a dwarf. He must have been, you know, non-human hater. That's, that's sort of the, the main thrust of The Witcher plot line is that... There's a lot of strife between the non-humans and the humans. Non-humans like live in ghettos. So I killed the assassin. I was like, I saved that nameless dwarf. But the dwarf was n marked as neutral, so I kept clicking the button and ended up murdering the dwarf as well. And I was like, ooh, should I reload? Uh, it's been like five minutes since my last save. I'm just going to let it go. <laughs> There's no forensic evidence in The Witcher. They'll never trace it back to me. They always he was murdered do. with a silver sword. <laughs> <laughs> Very uh, artfully. You know, silver swords, you, you can find those anywhere. <laughs> it's not like I had to wait till chapter two to get my hands on one. I mean, whatever. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> Am I right, guys? I banged all your wives. I'm a witcher. Peace. Smoke bomb. I'm out. In the uh in the first chapter where you bang the witch, it's like Okay, either I I keep this witch around, or I don't have to fight these villagers. Pretty tough question. I did just bang her in front of some orphans. <laughs> I was pretty into that. <laughs> and I know the I know the orphans weren't hating it either. Maybe they weren't. They probably were. I, they were yeah, like, I no, you're going to make more of us. I just, oh no, oh, so sad for them to have such insight into their plight at such a young age. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, uh, yeah, it's, orphans are probably always aware of their plight. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my mommy and daddy? I don't have one. I'm an orphan. Oh, what yeah, that's right. What does that mean? <laughs> 
What does orphan mean? It means what you are, son. It means what you are. Now I have to watch this hideous, hideous mutant who, like, everybody calls you a hideous mutant, but you really just look like a pretty normal guy with white hair. And that's not even like a Witcher thing. You just happen to have white hair. Oh, the ladies so like that. I always kind of assumed that the white hair was like part and parcel. I didn't realize. No, that, all the no. other Witchers just look like normal dudes. So there Except are a the lot dude of Witchers. That's got, uh, there's like five or six, at least in the first game. They were just hanging out. Do you have to fight? You run them? into this. Well, they're they're no. You're all friends, and then you like go off to solve a mystery. And you wanted to run one douchebag later. He's got like a like a leather bandana or something with a little metal plate on the. And that's just like all I can think of him is his like douchebag metal bandana helmet. He's like, hey, hey, what's up, Gerald? I'm a Witcher too. What's going on? It's like whatever. You couldn't even solve the problem with the fish people. You suck. He's like, well, don't I don't judge me. I never wanted to be a witcher. It's like, doesn't it take like a year to become one? What was happening during that time? Yeah, you could have just backed out. It's like, you know, I figured this wasn't for me. No, there's no half witchers. It's like in Dragon Age with the Grey Wardens. That douchebag in the beginning of the game just kill you. Oh, you didn't play the first one, did you? No, I haven't played any of the witchers. No, in, in Dragon Age. when you're Oh, no, I did not play the Warden. original... Nah. It's, it, I know what Grey Wardens possibly, are, though. You will possibly die when you drink the Darkspawn blood. So, of course, the first guy dies, and then the second guy's like, fuck this, I'm out. And the guy who's making you Grey Wardens just stabs him. And he's like, no one must know our terrible secret. But then it fucking turns out that everybody knows the terrible secret anyway. Like, it's the worst kept secret. And then in the expansion, you fucking do it in front of the whole court. Like you have a little castle, and it's a big old ritual where people do it. Like it, that's like their Saturday nights. Maybe that guy just you know misinterpreted protocol. He didn't get that yeah. last memo. It's like Duncan, you have a very literal interpretation of the text. <laughs> we prefer to think of it as more of a metaphor and a set of guidelines for living your life. And uh, nowhere in it does it say. Murder, murder some guy if he wants to go home and see his family instead of fighting Darkspawn and damning himself to an early grave. He's like, but I just thought, because he was here and then he tried to pussy out. I said, no pussies. You got chug. <laughs> I can't drink the Darkspawn blood. Her sister's blind. <laughs> uh, it does set up a pretty good joke in the next one where the drunkard dwarf who's in your party like gulps down the whole goblet of darkspawn blood and just burps and sort of sways he's like what was that it (laughs) (laughs) and then the the woman who is obviously gonna die because it's like you can't have a dragon age game where people are drinking darkspawn blood and one person doesn't die so you start the game with this warrior escort and she's like, I can't wait to become a real Grey Warden. And you're like, peace out. See you later. Ah, uh, just one more day left on the job. All she had to do was drink the Darkspawn blood and she would have coasted into an early retirement. <laughs> but turns out drinking the Darkspawn blood killed you. Who knew? Probably a lot of people. And uh, it seems like that stuff is of limited value anyway. To my the knowledge, all blood? it grants you the ability to do is sense Darkspawn, which is like, 
it doesn't even actually do that in the game. You have to get a talent that lets you makes enemies show up on your map. So and who even cares? Like you're just gonna wander down the path anyway. If you run into them, yeah, you run into them. I don't know if you knew this, Dragon Age guys, but all your dungeons are straight lines. <laughs> like and branching paths consist of one room. So it's like, oh, I better not go into that room. There might be guys in it, like every other room. Let's just assume that all the rooms have guys in them. And that the combat in this game is pretty easy, so... Yeah. I'm just not going to worry about setting traps or using my mages to create a combination grease slick and oil fire at the same time. Or any of that crap. That's just too much work. Yeah, I'm just going to charge in and hit all the buttons. I think we should name this the Bioshock Syndrome. (laughs) Where it's like, no, no, but you can like put electric tripwires down on the ground and I hack a turret. (laughs) None of those were ever worth it to do. Like sometimes when you're fighting a big daddy, maybe. But like, no, I'd rather just use electric buckshot. Yeah, electric shotgun takes care of big daddies. (laughs) It's really not a problem. Well, you do electric buckshot, and then you switch to the armor-piercing uh, machine gun, and you're just standing over the crippled Big Daddy, unloading an entire clip into him. It's like, yep. <laughs> it's, and then for tough. everything else, you just hit them with your freezing wrench that shatters them. <laughs> well, first you freeze them, then you hit them again with a freezing wrench. Yeah. It's like, yep. Man. I feel so bad when they, they try so hard to make combat options like that, and then just whoever even bothers with them. Like the three crazy ass people who are so into that game. And then everybody else is like, whatever. Electric buckshot, armor piercing rounds. I'm done. Well, what was, Next, what please. got lame is like the, those became less effective as the game wore on. So you well, never yeah, have enemies... enough of them that you're ever really inclined to use them. And they're not even doing that much damage by the end of the game that it's worthwhile. Like you need well, to just be using health gets the... so big that it feels yeah. pointless to shoot them. Unless you when have the exact all... right ammo. It's like, oh, I need to yeah. switch to my anti-personnel rounds. This is fun. Yeah, it takes like 50 minutes to do it. You're like, oh, I got to switch out the clip while the guy... Because it's not like you hear them chilling out in some room and you're like, ah... Splicers better switch to the anti-personnel rounds. No, yeah, they jump out of the shadows and start swinging something at you. And you're, are you really gonna bother with switching out your ammo type and going through that long ass animation, or are you just gonna club them to death with a wrench? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, but, and I mean, Dragon Age, Dragon Age Two, at least, like. I heard tell of the combination attacks, but it's like I'm a warrior with a two-handed weapon that hits everybody that's near me. I'm just going to stand in a hallway. Like, yeah. that is going to be my strategy. And then well, everybody has to go through by, me. They kind of happen by default because the way it ends up working is when you upgrade basically any of your core combat abilities, they will sync up with somebody else's crap. So I just had my yeah. mages cast Cone of Cold... And when they would freeze people, if I use my warrior abilities, it would blow them up. <laughs> like, I mean, I never planned on it because it didn't really seem worth the time to do so. The best, though, is when um, uh, the rogue abilities, where if they're attacking a staggered enemy, they're hitting all crit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. 
Well, there's one of those abilities oh, that's like plus would 800 percent damage to stack her. Yeah, like for the warrior one, you don't even have to think about it because one of the things you can get in two-handed weapons is just like a 50% chance to stagger on every attack. So that makes it pretty easy to do combos. I assume they were just happening around me. I never really bothered to check. Yeah, Sometimes it doesn't really see matter. the little icons bounce up above somebody's head and then they disappear almost immediately because once you use a combination attack, that's it. So I guess it was, I mean, it was cool. It's a cool concept. It's... A little better than in the first game, they had actual combinations like putting a grease slick on the ground and then shooting a fireball at it to make a trail of fire. But those things just really in practice just never worked. Well, I think it's the nature of the combat. You can't use those combinations because you can't really control all the characters at once. Like, yeah. there's no way to tell them, like, when this happens, do this. There's, they have those status things. Like, if you're below 50%, heal somebody. But there's nothing like, you know, oh, if somebody casts Grease Lick, you should set it on fire. Yeah. Though, if you could. And they, I remember they had this one called Storm of the Century, which I think you had to cast like five spells to get going. It's like, why would I ever bother doing that? These guys are so easy. And the Dragon Age 1 combat was not super great. I like 2s much better, and I think I, I would probably be branded a heretic for saying so. But Dragon Age 1 just felt like a kind of half-assed version of Baldur's Gate that was not quite actually turn-based, nor was it really real-time. So it was kind of like the Five Guys burger of combat systems. It's not really fast food. It's not really a real hamburger. Where does it live in the darkness between two worlds? Talking about, talking about witchers, Witching, and RPGs in general. Yeah, doing their witcherly things. Man, I've played many other video games, including LA Noir. But I guess we can save other video games, and then we'll have like five hundred video game podcasts in perpetuity, and we won't be like, oh, what do we have to talk about? Yes, we should save it, savor it, because I also have nearly beaten Outland. Oh, really? Yeah, we kind of stalled out on that. Uh, we got as far as we got the the blue color, and then we did, I guess, you then you fight a boss, so we did that. Uh, yeah, I think that's where we stopped after we fought the first boss. The golem? Yeah. That Makes sense. Pretty, that game's pretty good thus far. I like it. Nah, play it to the end. It gets pretty frustrating. Oh, does it? It, yeah, it sort of suffers it from, like... Nintendo syndrome, but that is for another day. I'm not going to spoil the fact that I played. Yeah, it. we can leave it, and we can recently also... released game. <laughs> uh, I guess the next time we'll be starting on our 24 binge. It's true. Did you see somebody posted in the "I feel awesome" thread about watching 24? You should feel yeah, awesome, I know. guy. Because it's coming. I guess we could. Uh read an email or two there was one i did want to okay here's one uh and i want to read this just just to give this guy he's probably probably a young man uh i just want to give him some advice he says dear dave and joel my friend and i have been having a stupid argument over who in the world is a superior warrior jubei from ninja scroll or kenshiro from fist of the north star you guys are the sole authority in all things anime, so I'd appreciate if you guys intervened on our nerdy-ass argument and settled our score once and for all. Now, 
Why didn't you just start a game trailers poll? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I appreciate <laughs> that you seem to know the absurdity of your question. Tycoon werewolf man, werewolf spelled with an A as you sign your email. Um, I think people should, you should tread carefully in the Goku versus Superman section. <laughs> that is not a kind place to be. You don't want to, you don't want to ask those questions because when you're 15, you might think it's okay. But when you, when you grow older, you're like, oh, this is dumb. And having arguments. It is a like worthless is argument. Dumb. It is without a doubt a worthless argument. But I do have an opinion on it nonetheless. Kenshiro. Kenshiro. Of course it's Kenshiro. Come on. Uh, why would it be <laughs> anyone else? All right, let's break this down. Let's get the John Madden play by play. <laughs> Kenshiro's punching a tank. Jubei is getting punked by a poison lady. Everyone. Who he, he doesn't gets even by get almost in the end. everyone. <laughs> I mean, Jubei is cool and all, but the reason Jubei is cool is because he's just a regular dude. Kenshiro, yeah. on the other hand, is cool because he can punch through a tank. He freaking dim mocks a guy in the cockpit of a tank. The cool thing guy, about Jubei like, is that he kind of wins by accident. And I love mm-hmm. him. I, Jubei is my man. But Kenshiro is somebody who would totally wreck him. I would, I would talk Jubei out of fighting Kenshiro. Jubei would be like, yeah. yo, man, this guy's been talking junk on me. I think I'm going to fight him. And I'm no, like, whoa, Jubei, Jubei. hold back. Think about your wife. Oh, she's dead. Uh, you never got married. <laughs> you fell in love, but then she died. <laughs> and we're, I'm talking about Jubei from the, the movie, not stupid Jubei from the show who can like shoot air slices, which even still. I mean, I think that was supposed to be the point in the movie, too. It just never really came up. I think that was their intention. Oh, because well, I guess when like he does the, like he does cut like 50,000 snakes in half. And if he did that with like one stroke. <laughs> Yeah, well, it just was impressive. a really tight cluster of snakes, you know? <laughs> it's like, those um, snakes are a face. I'm going to cut it in half. I got one. I got an email that's really close to my heart. Oh, I do want to mention, there. The I think it's the writer. I can't remember if it's the writer or the illustrator of the Fist of the North Star manga has made Fist of the North Star t-shirts from J- for uh, Japanese earthquake relief. And I really want to buy one. It has... The, the seven scars on the front, but they're 4,200 yen. So you're looking at like a $60 t-shirt with shipping, but I really want to buy it. But maybe I'll, I'll put a link in the show and then maybe you guys can buy it and support Japan and get a pretty sweet t-shirt at the same time. But anyway, we got an email entitled Tasty Cakes Question Mark from Kate Kahn. It says, Dave and Joe, I love your podcast. Alas, there are many reasons I love you. It could be your Seinfeld-like conversations, your impeccable taste in movies, even your food preferences. But further thinking, I believe, is one thing that defines me, being a Philadelphian. The joke you made about being shot for an Amoroso role hit me right in the heart and soul. I had a hearty laugh, or whatever the teenage girl equivalent is. I have a few (laughs) questions for you on the topic of our glorious city. What are your favorite sports team? I love hockey, but I must say the Phillies are fabulous. I've I mostly only watch football, and I don't even really do that anymore. Most other I love all the Philly teams. No I'm not really into hockey, but go Flyers, whatever. But yeah, I love the sure. Sixers, the Eagles, and the Phillies. Nah, I, the only sport I, I would seriously watch is football. I would watch other things when they were in front of me, but 
now now that I don't have a, an actual TV signal, I pretty much don't even watch football. I, at the when I first moved up to New York, I would, and it could be sometimes hard to see Philadelphia games anyway because I don't really understand how the broadcasting works if you're not in the city where the team plays. <laughs> yeah, but I, to the point of her, but her original email is this, or the 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 real thrust of it is this. And Tasty Cake may be going out of business. What is your reaction to this? On a scale from one to suicide, how upset are you? <laughs> Maybe you aren't at all, but this tradition could be ending just shy of 100 years. Um, I don't think they're actually going out of business. Didn't they get bought by Hostess? Yeah, or somebody something else like that. Them. So they're going to keep the brand. So but Tasty who, Cakes aren't going out, but they're no longer like a Philadelphia-owned company. Which yeah, is they're, well, they're going nationwide, which could be a good thing. You could well, spread yeah, that's that just love like the, the brand Tasty Cake is going nationwide. It's not a Philly thing anymore. Somebody else bought it up, and I'm sure they're not going to like change the recipe. So when you get a, a Tasty Cake crumpet, it will still be whatever disgusting amalgam of chemicals are a Tasty Cake crumpet. But it's not going to be like you know, straight up Philly. Yeah, but it's Man, all right. I just Wikipedia did, and apparently old dirty bastard mentioned tasty cake in his song brooklyn zoo saying i create rhymes as good as a tasty cake what else is there yeah i'm just trying to look up who bought no them. wonder old dirty bastard died of a heart attack it wasn't all the drugs it's all the tasty cake <laughs> well yeah i mean you can only have so many crimpets when they did the autopsy his body was 87 percent crimpet <laughs> like, that's why i had to shoplift those sneakers it's like I spent all my money, all my rap money on tasty cakes. <laughs> you think that they're only a dollar like each? But <laughs> uh, let's see. In April 2010, Tasty Tasty Baking entered into a purchase and sale agreement with TKMG Associates and its guarantor, Metro Development Company, for sale of its Philadelphia bakery property. Huh. I don't know. This doesn't really describe what's going to happen to it. Or, I mean, they, it looks like they sold the property. What do that mean? And they only got $6 million I mean, if they sold to where the factory it. is, that probably means they're they're just bagging it. That's no good. That could, my coworker, for my birthday this year, she bought, like, a bunch of Tasty Cakes. So I walked into the office, and there's this huge plate of Tasty Cakes. And I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> Even though, I mean, bless her, her little New York heart. She doesn't know that you just get crimpets. Just get crimpets. <laughs> I still like candy cakes. They're still good. Apparently, that's all they had. Like, all they had was candy cakes and the, the cupcakes, which is like, the cupcakes are sort of whatever. It's still tasty cake, though. Yeah. I mean, I still like them. And <laughs> people were eating them. They were like, these aren't really that good. And I was like, no, they're really not. But But there's just something about them. Because they're not, they're not like a super extravagant great food they're always kind of like a little bit dry but maybe that's just to include it's just to encourage you to have a little milk just have a little milk with that tasty cake a little old glass of milk with your chocolate junior which is just like the that's maybe the most absurd tasty cake is the chocolate junior which is just a micro cake <laughs> it's like some of these things man i don't even recognize there were tasty cake danishes or the double-licious variations of their standard products with extra icing or filling? Get me some of that. Put me on the Tasty Cake train. <laughs> the only place I specifically know to get them is a cheesesteak place near my work that imports them specifically from Philly. 
Otherwise, I don't know where Ellie even got him. She found him in like a CVS or something. Just like, or I guess Dwayne Reed. That's like the pharmacy up here. But all pharmacies will forever be CVS to me. Dwayne Reed is the name of the pharmacies? Yeah, I don't know what it is. But one time I was walking through Manhattan and I was on Dwayne Street and I hit Reed Street and there was a Dwayne Reed right there. And I was like, oh my God. Maybe that's the first one. It must have been, but I was so scared. I felt as if I was in the nexus of the universe, as was said on Seinfeld. Lowly's many Dwayne years ago. Reed. I guess that'd be a good name for like a pharmacist, but that is a nerdy name for a like a convenience store. For like a yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. It's no. Maybe CVS. it doesn't really matter. It's, I guess Custom. CVS is just sort of. It's like a. It's just totally empty and absolutely corporate. That's why it sounds like a. It a means convenience like customer store. value service Soulless. or something. Who cares? It's the acronym. Its name is CVS. They probably stripped it of the actual words. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I can't even find it if I Google it. Yeah, customer value stores. What do it mean? And that's what it once stood for. Now Thomas Ryan, the CEO, says he considers it to stand for convenience, value, and service. Did you have a shareholder meeting about that? <laughs> you can't just change it. You're a publicly traded company. You better watch out. Well, they're probably publicly traded under CVS, so they can make up whatever they want. You jerks. Like, catapult, oh, vampire, syphilis. CVS was based in New York as well. All the good pharmacies God, are coming from New York. This is awful. Can you Does imagine really have getting anything hit? to call its own? As long as people, as long as people everywhere else in the country keep putting peppers on cheesesteaks, <laughs> we've still got a shot. <laughs> Oh, uh, Amoroso is still a Philly thing. Yeah, uh, the the only place I've seen them up here is the place that makes cheesesteaks, according to Philadelphia standards, which, as it turns out, are actually pretty bad. But like, when I go to restaurants and I try and get a cheesesteak, which I've pretty much disabused myself of the notion that oh man, any cheesesteak could be good. But no, cheesesteaks. They can't try be and good. make them all fancy. They're like, oh, here's our our crunchy bread and our fancy cheddar cheese and our shaved steak or like some sometimes they give it to you and it's like chunks of steak like steak tips and so like, dude that's not what cheesesteak is <laughs> especially if you're gonna call it a philly seed steak which is i don't think there's another type of cheesesteak you don't have to say philly <laughs> maybe there is maybe there's like a chicago cheesesteak if you look up Wiki if you wikipedia it there ain't no other type of cheesesteak creators pat and harry olivieri yeah, I'd like to see the certi certificate of authenticity on that. Olivieri claims that provolone cheese was first added by Joe Cocky Joe Lorenza. <laughs> Common additions include sautéed onions, bell peppers. No, put a big old X on that hot sauce. That's a maybe. Some of these things seem pretty risky. They're pretty out there. I don't trust it. I don't trust the cheese steaks, and I don't trust this podcast. I appreciate an email about. Tasty cakes. More people should do that instead of sending stupid emails like, What are your thoughts on roast beef? Best form to consume it in? Best way to prepare? First, on roast beef is the form. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's it, period. You like, said like, it, it is. That is what roast beef is. There is no various types of roast beef. That's, that's like saying, What's your favorite you version of tuna casserole? Or like, <laughs> 
well, there could be favorite? deviations, but like roast beef is pretty much roast beef. You're going to put some salt on it, maybe a little bit of pepper. It's yeah. going to be a rump roast cut of beef that you roasted. Yeah, I and frankly, I'm just not too into roast beef. I don't care. Take it or leave it. I, I would Dave, not go out of my way to eat it. If I just want starving. to put this out there. The reason I was quiet for a little bit is because I was looking this up. In Philadelphia, there's an establishment called the famous 4th Street Deli, which has a branch at 19th and Chestnut up near my work, or somewhere thereabouts, and they sell a pastrami cheesesteak. Oh, my science. And not only is it just a cheesesteak made out of pastrami, it's a cheesesteak made out of entirely too much pastrami. Well, that's because if you think about the, how much of the quantity of pastrami that you want on a sandwich versus... The quantity of beef you would want on a cheesesteak. That's a dangerous line to cross. <laughs> if you're ever down here, we'll have to go back. The serving sizes are ridiculous, but it was you really know, good. I, was, I, mean, I, I can think of going to Koch's and This makes Koch's look like it was for total, total assholes. Really? <laughs> because yeah. I, I, have, I have an appetite that some have labeled prodigious. <laughs> and even I could not finish a Koch's sandwich often. I left a half of my cheesesteak for the day after. It was Good shameful, Lord. but unavoidable. Oh is, is that one of the signs of the apocalypse? <laughs> I was convinced that the, the rapture was going to happen this weekend just because of that. I yeah. encountered a sandwich I could not justifiably eat in one sitting. You put the half of the sandwich in the fridge and somewhere in the far off distance a bell this starts clap of thunder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. My bad. Even I though that movie, that. the movie uh, Legion was terrible. That's the one about like the angels assaulting a diner. But the one cool thing that they did is like when the angels are coming, there's just this ridiculous like trumpet blast that shakes the entire establishment. That was okay because I've always wondered like in the Bible when it talks about trumpets blasting, what would that be like? Well, now I have some idea. <laughs> Legion told the, you, yeah. I think we can close it out on one last email from Fernando Iago. Dear Dave and Joel, if you can You've choose got a cool one, name. pizza for breakfast or waffles for dinner, please waffles consider various potential dinner. contacts waffles such as cold for pizza, dinner. leftover waffles that fit in the toaster, who delivers at 9 a.m. and peanut butter or ice cream. Wait, Waffles ice for cream. dinner. Oh, ooh. He's saying peanut butter or ice cream on waffles. Hmm. That changes Just bring everything. those hands together. Just eat one Ooh. waffle at a time. One with ice cream, one with peanut butter. Yeah, See, the these waffles. aren't hard decisions. You just got to expand the box. The box yeah, being the amount you're willing to eat at a meal. Waffles, just for, for the sheer modularity of them. It's also just waffles be. for dinner. Pizza for breakfast is something that you, isn't terrible to eat, and you usually eat it because it is left over, and you are yeah. too lazy to even yeah, make you a certainly bowl of cereal. He says, "Who delivers at nine a.m.?" I mean, Fresh that's sort pizza of irrelevant for breakfast because you would you would never order an actual pizza for breakfast. You'd only <laughs> unless somebody has like one. a strange like breakfast pizza. <laughs> I, in I'm which sure case, why didn't you just order I an omelet? I bet the Japanese make it. They put some mayonnaise <laughs> and some corn on there. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, I think that I do have something called breakfast pizza in Japan. <laughs> of, course of course they, they do. They, it's got sashimi octopus. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I think breakfast is like cold sausages and uh, salad. Japanese breakfast sucks. 
I was leaning towards towards making us bento boxes for lunch so we can have healthy and good food. And we got this rice cooker that I want to use like as much as possible. So rice cookers are kind of amazing. Yeah. You have to get over the hurdle of eating food at room temperature. Like eating cooked food at room temperature, which is just a little weird. It's not something that our culture really does. Especially not with like, you know, cooked chicken, for example. But whatevs. This has been another Fast Karate for the Gentleman. Where we talked about tasty cakes and banging hoes and all other manners of things. I hope you appreciate the time we spent together this hour of power. <laughs> Good Lord, time. has it really been an hour? It's been an hour. We need to clap. They needed it. They wanted it. Yeah. It's it's about to be time to wake Graziella up and get breakfast sandwiches. If I if I wasn't supposed to be eating healthy, I'd be like, I'll just whisper in her ear. Brunch. <laughs> Gotta go get biscuits Benedict. And then from the dark places. A cruel yeah, whisper. Brunch. I'll make her think it's her idea when she wakes up. <laughs> it subliminally suggests. We should get some brunch. Yeah, we should. I mean, I wasn't going to suggest it because we're fatties, but, you know, if you want to do it, then I'm down. She's going to wake go. up like, what are these earphones? What? <laughs> yeah, you playing it on loop on her iPod. <laughs> All right, let's clap. One, two, that did not sync up at all. You clapped on three. Alright, after three. Said if I was a witcher, I'd still be witcher. No, ain't that some shit? Ain't that some shit?